Whenever we're investing time and energy into discipling someone or developing them as leaders or even within parenting our own kids, there's this strong dynamic that we learn from Jesus where he perfectly calibrated invitation to his life with a challenge to continue to grow, to participate, to be more like him. This concept of invitation and challenge is one that is surprisingly simple to understand, yet it's amazingly powerful when we master it. Welcome to the Life School Podcast, where each week you'll learn how to live with greater intentionality and an integrated faith that naturally fits into every area of life. This is the stuff that your parents, teachers, and pastors forgot to tell you. I'm Heath Hollinsby, here with your host, Caesar Kalinowski. Hey, it's your birthday week, my brother. The Big 36. You know? Keith, the big 36. Is <laughs> is that the new thing? As times change, it's not on the 10s anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm finding is... Uh, I feel like I'm getting really old, and I'm like, man, my life's kind of almost over. And older guys down the road a little bit are like, no, dude, you're still learning. Like, your 40s is where it's going to You know, really I think kick. there's people that trend old. Like, I have relatives that, like, by the time they were 36, they used their age as an excuse for everything. Huh. I don't think straight. My knee hurts. I can't do that. Like, you want to go out and play, you know, in the yard with the kids? Oh, I'm too old for that. It's like, and then I know people that are 80, and they're just like kids. Huh. So I think, you know, it's like the, yeah. the people that say that age is a state of mind, I think it's somewhat true. I don't, I don't know. You know, so you're weird. not old, dude. I don't. Geez, <laughs> not you're certainly old. not old when you're hanging out with me. <laughs> you keep me young. You know, we have some friends that. Um, so growing up, we had three birthdays. Three of the six of us have birthdays in one week. So October second, seventh, and ninth, and then we have an anniversary in there as well. And I always felt like I got, I got gypped, kind of that. You know, we had. <laughs> I, I, I always rounded out. I was the last one of the week, but it was still ah. like everyone's done partying by that point. But we have some friends that we. Their kid was born right next to christmas and so they don't celebrate his birthday every year they celebrate his half birthday in like june have yeah, you heard of that that's a more common thing these days yeah, i have a sister whose birthday is christmas eve okay she got gypped her whole life yeah, yeah good luck <laughs> but i know a lot yeah and we've talked about that because my two grandsons yep. have their birthdays in the first week of uh, december a year oh, apart interesting. and so not only are they going to be getting quote gypped by having to share birthdays Till yeah. Jesus comes back, you know, yeah. in this in this family. But then it's right at Christmas, so I think we're it's something we're going to probably do. Yeah, like do it in June start to shift to a summer birthday for yeah. those guys or something. I don't know. Hey, uh, we got a review. We haven't done reviews in a little bit, but um, we always welcome reviews. If you haven't yet left us a review on iTunes, please do that. It, um, this week's review came in from MD. That's Edwards. Mike Edwards. He was here for Cigar and Theology. Oh, Detroit? I'm, yep. Oh, hey, I'm Mike. I'm pretty sure this is Mike. So if not, uh, Mike's getting the credit. It's some Mike Edwards. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Dr. Edwards, like MD. Oh, yeah. Uh, he said, Jesus gave the church one mission, and this is a podcast that will always call us back to that mission. Not through guilt, but the grace of the gospel. Keep up the awesome work. It's very encouraging. Thanks, Thanks Mike. He was a cool guy, too. You too, brother. Yeah, he's living this stuff out real anyway. Thanks for that, man. Appreciate yeah, the encouragement. Fun hanging with you a couple weeks ago at Cigars and Theology. Come back soon. Yep. Hey, um, one of the things we actually talked about at Cigars and Theology Live uh, that was kind of the catalyst for why we wanted to do this show was the concept of a teaching you've done quite a bit that's been helpful called like the invitation and challenge and yeah, the understanding cool quadrant of that. and yeah, yeah. And how did Jesus teach and how do you invite people into stuff but also challenge them to grow? And so this is actually one of my favorite teachings that you do. It's been really influential in the way that I'm able to grow in my disciple developing abilities. Um, do you mind walking us through this invitation challenge kind of quadrant thing? Because these things go hand in hand, moving disciples further down the road, I, I believe. What are yeah, your thoughts? Yeah, and, and it super applies to parenting, you'll see. Well, I think as people, 
uh, we're very used to experiencing cultures either in our home growing up or mm -hmm. currently or in our churches or sometimes at work that are either highly invitational or highly challenging. Okay. But typically, we don't see very often and experience the two together, invitation coupled with challenge. Okay, so one of the things we like to do on the show is kind of provide like working definitions of what we're talking about so everyone's on the same page. So yeah. uh, let's define what you actually mean when we're saying invitation and challenge. Great. So when I'm saying invitation, that, that refers to an attitude and then flowing out of our attitude, our actions and words that say to people, hey, I'm glad you're here. I'm available to you. I'm committed to you and our relationship. You're welcome in my life. Invitation, when we talk about calibrating invitation with challenge, invitation's about time and access to our lives. Okay. okay. Invitation has to do with that sense of helping someone feel included in your family, in your community. They're welcome. They're valued. They're not there for what they can do for you, but for who they are. And it's about knowing and feeling like you belong with people. Yeah. So that's why it's like we're saying we want to learn how to extend invitation, which is about time and access to our lives. Now, challenge, the other side of the matrix, refers to an attitude that says, I want you to grow and I'm committed to your growth and maturity and I'm I'm actually willing to hold you accountable to see this happen and to walk along with you to see that happen hmm. and for you to be all that God wants you to be and intends for your life. So whenever we're investing time and energy into discipling someone or developing them as leaders or even within parenting our own kids, this super changed my parenting. Um, yeah. There's this strong dynamic that we learned from Jesus where he perfectly calibrated invitation to his life with a challenge to grow, to participate, to be more like him. Hmm. And this concept of invitation challenge is one that's surprisingly simple to understand, but it's amazingly powerful when we master it. Okay. Now, by the way, all of us have a natural propensity toward one or the other. It's just kind of okay. how we're wired, right? It's like we either tend more to invitation, like, you know, like an openness to people getting, having our time and being with us and spending time with us or to challenging people. Like, and so think about it in a discipling context or a ministry context. Sure. And I ask people that I coach all the time, what do you lean more towards invitation, like to your time and, and access to you in your life or to challenging them, hmm. you know, to grow, to, to get in the study, to lead to change or whatever. So we all do, but, and, we, and both are needed. So that's a point. That's what we're going to talk about, but it's good to identify which we most naturally tend towards and, and why, like the thing behind that, sure. <laughs> which you'll probably get to, I'm guessing. And then also grow in the area that we're not as inclined to. So if you're someone that's kind of uh, more inclined to challenging people and you wonder why sometimes they don't receive it, yeah, <laughs> we're going to get into this deeply. Well, then you might learn how to grow in invitation and hmm. giving people access to you in time and building trust and all that. And that's, we're going to work through that whole, yeah, that whole matrix there. Yeah. So the first time I saw this matrix was when you were teaching a while back at your, um, at your coaching kind of, at launch thing, here, yeah. yeah, the launch thing here at the, at the house. And you had this really cool visual that was these four quadrants and it showed what happens in different environments. So too much invitation, too little challenge, too little invitation, too high of challenge, too much invitation, too much, like, yeah, you know, and I, I thought it was an amazing visual, and we haven't really figured out how to translate that into audio yet. But <laughs> we're gonna try. Here let's, we go. let's try to get into that. Do you mind walking through that? Yeah. Quadrant? Well, first off, there is there'll be a link in the show notes where you can download an invitation and challenge matrix, and everything we're gonna talk about will be visualized there. But but awesome. you can you can grasp this. So if anybody knows what a like what a matrix is, which produces the quadrants you're talking about, you've got a you've got a horizontal axis of something moving from less to more. You know, as you go horizontally left to right, and then we've got an up down axis, vertical axis, where on the bottom is low and the top is high. So 
in this particular uh, thing, we've got challenge is our horizontal axis, right? Going from low challenge to high challenge on the right, low on the left, right? And then up and down axis on the bottom would be low invitation or access to our life to high invitation. Hmm. And that produces these four quadrants that you're representing. And they all kind of help us under, that helps us to understand the types of environment that we're creating with people. Okay. okay. Now I want to, I want to suggest right at the get go. So, so you have a, like a, like a lens to listen through. I want to suggest that we bank invitation in people's lives. Sure. Okay. And we spend that then as challenge later on. Okay. So as, as people have more access to our lives and time with us, we're banking trust, right. And, and relationship and all that we then later get to spend as challenge. Huh. It's like they can receive it because they trust you. They've had enough time sure. with you, right? So let's talk about those four quadrants. So um, um, the, the top left quadrant, which would be, we would say it's a high invitation, okay? But it's on the left side of the challenge you know, axis, so it's, it's low challenge. Right. And what that produces is a cozy culture, sort of a consumeristic culture. Hmm. And um, you ever been part of a church that like their whole message was like, everybody can come just as you are. And there's no barrier to come in, not dress, sure. not, you don't have to know anything. You don't have to give anything. In fact, they talk you out of giving pretty yep. much. Um, but they never, they really never challenge you to grow or to live out what the word says. Yeah, exactly. Right. Or any of that. That's a cozy culture. It's kind of consumeristic. Hmm. Right. And, and that's, it doesn't necessarily produce growth. It's just nice. And and maybe you've seen this in missional communities even where it's like, these are the coolest people in the world and they throw great parties and it's fun to hang out with them, but no one's growing in their yeah, exactly. discipleship, right? Yeah, nothing's moved. It's yeah. cozy as heck. Now, the church that's like that, here's here's one of the challenges they face. A cozy culture like that, a consumeristic culture where it's like, we're doing everything to please everybody and get them to show up, right. but we're never going to challenge them. Well, when they finally get challenged a little bit or they don't like the preaching or something changes, or they move five miles away. They just change. Hmm. They'll just go to the next cozy thing they can find. Yeah, the and path of least resistance. Yeah. Almost, yeah. And unfortunately, there's tons and tons of cozy culture churches out there. Hmm. Right. Now, there's a parallel to, remember I said to parenting, right? Yep. And so the, the parallel to, to parenting, Tina calls it the family of eternal babies. <laughs> this cozy <laughs> culture, right? It's really like where, have you heard of snowplow parents? Yeah. Right. You've heard of helicopter parents. They just zoom in and they kind of like like never hover the over kid, their parents. Yeah. They never let their kids do anything. You know? The snowplow parent is the parents that just sort of, they, they just make everything easy for their kids. They get ahead of them yep. and they just snowplow out of the way every bump in the road, every barrier, every learning opportunity. They, they just want their Carve kids. Carve the path out for them. Yeah, yeah. right, right. And so in it, that's that kind of family where... You know, the kids, that's why Tina calls it the eternal, the family of the eternal babies. It's like the people who've got, their, their kids are in high school or college, and mom and dad are still doing all the laundry, paying all the bills, paying for that new iPhone every time. And the 10's out, the 11's out, got to have that. You know, they're paying for everything. Yeah, exactly. There's no pain. They get in trouble at school. They're there hollering at the teachers. The kids have no discipline. You know, it's that kind of, it's that cozy family. Sure. Okay. All right. Um, now, the bottom left quadrant, which is low invitation, and okay. access to your lives. Um, but it's also low challenge. That's sort of the boring uh, environment. That's mm. the boring sort of, you know, culture. Sure. And it, you ever been part of a, like a church or seen a church where it's like 
really they're not that stoked if anybody new shows up yeah. they haven't seen a convert or anybody come to faith or be baptized in like they don't know when yep. like no one Absolutely. can remember literally or the that small group bible study that's like you know so-and-so's been teaching it forever they take a lot of pride in it they go deep but they've never had a new member like yeah. we're one of those closed small groups that's boring there's no invitation to their life you don't really do life together you're not eating meals. You're not going on vacation. You're not do, being a family. Yep. Um, but you're also not really challenged to live out what's being taught. It's just boring. And the family version of that <laughs> is the sort of raised by wolves culture where the parents aren't really that involved. Huh. Like you really don't do life with your parents. They're just there if a problem arises. They let me know if you need. Yeah. You know. And they sort of just respond to challenge problems. Something comes up. Otherwise, as long as you're doing your homework, you know, there's money on the table. There's probably food in there, but we're not really doing family dinner nights together sure. a lot. You know, anybody like lives that way? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, have our culture. Yep. Right. It's we call it the raised by wolves. It's like, <laughs> I don't know. I, you, they don't grow up with a lot of common sense. They've yeah. not been challenged to grow spiritually. They don't really know their parents. They're not friends at all with their parents. And mm. I'm not saying that, you know, the goal is to just be the best friend of your kids. But you, your friends, you, your kids should consider you friends, sure. you know, friendly, you know, Absolutely. right. You, you like you do life together. Yeah. You know, in some ways, that was the environment I grew up in. I didn't really know my parents all that well. Like they were just kind of my mom way more than my dad, but my dad was just sort of a guy we kind of were scary and afraid mm. of a little bit. And it wasn't like he only got involved if he was upset about something. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there was no invitation. It wasn't like, let's just hang out because I love you and you're you. Sure. And that's all I, you know, just wasn't there. Yeah. Now I'll tell you for parents listening to this and they, they might be a little suspect that that's a little bit too much their house. You know, they're just kind of waiting for their kids to turn 18 or 28 or whatever and move out. You know, they're just kind of responding to problems and, you know, paying the bills, but they're not really loving on their kids as friendships and having deep relationship and yeah. challenging them to grow and change and all. Um, it, it's, it doesn't produce great maturity and a, a, a deep understanding of identity. Right. Mm. But it can change. And what I want to suggest is like start thinking about um, with your kids when they don't receive challenge and maybe they it's only because you only show up with challenge when that's all they hear from you. You got to start banking invitation. You got to start banking time with them, access to you, a time when you get to talk and it's not about correction. It's just about listening. It's about hearing mm. their hearts and all that. And I, 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 like I said, you know, earlier on in the show today, I wish I'd known this a whole lot earlier in my own parenting sure. and even in leadership and discipleship, you know, hmm. let's keep going. We'll talk more about some of the things. Behind the so the bottom right quadrant kind of coming around counterclockwise is, um, it's high challenge cause it's on the right side of that axis. Right. But it's still on the bottom half of the invitation. Right. So this is, uh, what we call the stressed out culture. It's huh. like discouraging. Um, interestingly enough, a lot of megachurch staff feel like this. I was going to say it feels like the word burnout is kind of a... Yeah, it's high challenge. Like yep. we're always trying to move the needle up into the right, more attendance, better job of this. Let's streamline this. Let's get the announcements down by three seconds or three minutes or whatever. Yeah. But there's no access to... The, you don't know the elders. You don't know the pastor and his wife. You don't live... You don't do life with them. When you yep. have a challenge, they're not showing up at your house. You know, they're just hoping someone else... You know, and so that's a stressful culture. Hmm. Now the, the 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 sort of parallel to that in families is that that family like that has like the tiger mom or the tiger dad. Yeah. They just they they only show up to correct you and challenge you to achieve a little more. Hmm. They're stoked when you get good grades, they're stoked when you get a better job, later in life when you get the bigger house, you know, but but there's there's it's low invitation. There's yeah. still you don't know them. Yep. They're not really you don't feel like they're on your team, you feel like they're there with a stick. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they 
they just they're just there to challenge but there's not a lot of invitation and mm-hmm. guess what it produces kids like that it produces uh-huh. kids like that as well and so left to our own tendencies as parents as leaders many of us will tend to to either create environments or cultures that are high invitation and low challenge you know mm-hmm. cozy or we'll go down the other cross quadrant and we'll go high challenge low invitation and just stress everybody out <laughs> you know wow uh, or sometimes we can swing between the two but then people the people we lead and or our kids they're unsure of how to to like respond and so there's distrust hmm. and so remember it, you, it's this idea that you bank invitation to you time access to your life right yep. relationship you're banking invitation to relationship but you then can later spend it as challenge wow yeah. that's yeah. a really helpful uh, i would say i'd live most of my life kind of there and i, I would i'd say probably in parent, which one in that in that stressful quadrant kind of mm-hmm. and i think probably my parenting would be that too you know maybe for people that are performance-based that super huge expectations on kids. You know, that quadrant down there, that bottom right where it's low invitation, high challenge, I think that's what's kind of killed so much of the church's rep out there in culture because people like, you know, like they come around the neighborhood and they're inviting you to Alpha, but like, but you've never invited me over to eat. Yeah, I don't know Or they're inviting you to every church program and they think like they're being quote invitational, but no, there's no invitation to access your life. So don't hear this as, oh, I'm highly invitational. I invite everybody to church all the time. No, no, access to you, time, you know, relationship, understanding. That's what the invitation's all about. Yep, absolutely. And I think it's killed our rep out there. You know, it's just... Or the people, you know, like I've shared on the show before, um, a friend of mine who had gone around his whole uh, cul-de-sac and neighborhood subdivision, and he asked everybody if they wanted a Bible, and if they said no, they said, well, I just need to let you know, if you reject Jesus and his, and his offer of grace and forgiveness, um, you will be going right to hell when you die, you know, so I hope that you will change, you know, it was like so high challenge, it was ridiculous, <laughs> not even accurate, not gospel, but sure. there was zero invitation. Well, if you've if you've read my book Transformed, it's in the back, and yeah. <laughs> that gets changed. His heart changes, and the neighborhood changes. But um, <laughs> wow, yeah. All right, so let's go to that uh, that fourth and what I think is probably the best quadrant to be living in. Yeah, this is yeah, this is the top right quadrant, and this is what we call the discipleship quadrant or an empowering culture, and this is where high invitation and high challenges going on. Hmm. And we like I'll t- I'll temper that to say it's the next appropriate level of invitation and the next appropriate level of challenge that helps a person trust you and allow you to help them grow and mature, hmm. right? And so that's the that's what Jesus was the master of. This this discipling culture, invitation to his life. Think about it. He came, he was God, you know, yep. he came down to earth, put on flesh, and then he hung out with people, he said, "Come and follow me." Right, and I'll make you fishers of men. And in that, we sort of see an invitation and challenge all wrapped together. Those are the best kinds, by the way. Yeah. But think about it: the the God of the universe Himself. When when culture, like even the Jewish people, they felt like I was distant and probably ticked off and waiting to bust everybody, and the Messiah would never come because everybody was too sinful and all this. Or uh, you know, heathens at the time that felt like their gods were distant and had to be appeased. There was no invitation. It was all challenge and fear based. God himself comes, puts on flesh, and send, hangs out in the neighborhood with us, hmm. right? And yet, he challenges his disciples to be like him and to do what he did and experience the life and to change their thinking, i.e. repent, right? Yep. Of who they think the Father is and, and who he thinks they are. That's the biggest challenge of all, is a challenge to believe our identity, right? Yeah. Jesus was the master of this. 
Now, the parallel to this in family is a healthy, growing family where where you do spend time together. Your 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 life and your heart's open. You don't hide your imperfections. You seek forgiveness and relationship from your kids at all ages appropriately, and you're looking for the next appropriate level of challenge. Hey, read this book, or sure. hey, I'd like to talk to you about this or that. And you've banked enough invitation that it can be received. So there again, in your parenting, if you're seeing things with your kids, or maybe you haven't parented that well, and you want to get into a, an empowering culture, up into a discipling quadrant, up top right, high invitation, high challenge, start by banking lots of invitation. Hmm. And you might be surprised at how quickly your kids will start to receive the challenge that you have for them yeah. to change, to grow, to mature. Yeah. You know, you had mentioned even just a couple of times as you were going through those is kind of the thing behind the thing. And yeah. I wonder if we can peel this back a bit and look at the potential thing behind the thing with each one of these areas. Like high invitation, no challenge might be fear of man issues or low invitation and high challenge might be... All right, well, you just nailed that first one. Okay. Okay, so yeah, that top left quadrant, that high invitation but low challenge. So people that like to say, I love having parties, but I'll never challenge anybody anything. Or my my kids love me, hmm. but I... I don't challenge them to ever mature or seek forgiveness sure. or, you know, whatever. The thing behind the thing there is self-love and, 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 and who's most glorious, hmm. right? And so if your kids are the most glorious ones, you never want them ticked off at you because they're your God. Yep. Their opinion of you is high. Yeah, you so I don't want to challenge them too much. Hmm. I remember I had, I had a friend, literally, him and his wife, um, they, they had two boys and they were like, at the time, I think they were like, 21 and 17 or 21 okay. and 18 or something and they said yeah we went out last night had a date night it's the first time we've ever left the kids alone without a babysitter oh oh decades. no with a babysitter they had never been out since the kids were born wow, and, and i asked him about this and he goes oh yeah he says i would i would define our parenting as like um, like oh you picked up your sock oh my god Dad, we're gonna buy you that car you oh, wanted like man. it was just it was ridiculous because their idols were their kids now yeah. what's the thing behind the thing there even the further thing we love us so much that if the thing our little image bearers aren't happy with us because we're challenging them a little bit or a lot or whatever i can't stand it because it's tearing down my ultimate god which is me wow right yeah and, and i think churches who are in that like that super cozy culture or that small group that's in that cozy culture forever. Yep. Like, hey, it's easy. You all come, but we're not going to ever push on you. I don't think they believe the gospel's that good of news. Yeah, I would agree with that. I don't think they think it's really that good. It's a good idea, yeah. but it's not that good of news. And it's not the answer for every question. And becoming like Jesus, which yeah. is dying to lots of sin and lots of unbelief and lots of self, um, well, you know, maybe... Hmm. It's, you know, instead of believing, no, 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 Jesus was God incarnate. He is, he lived the best possible life yeah. and he came that we might have that life. Oh, but if it's just a good idea, well, then we'll just keep it cozy, cozy, you know? Yeah. Just sort of a, kind of a chaplaincy, you know? Yep. Absolutely. No push. All right. So below that, that board culture where it's low invitation and low, you know, challenge. Yeah. There's a lot of the same stuff going there. Hmm. It's really more about me. You know, I don't really, I like to manage my time. Mm-hmm. And, and people's uh, opinions of me, so I don't give them much access to me, because they might know the real me. Yeah. That's low invitation. What happens if they find and me And low out, yeah. challenges is like, well, here's the other way I manage what people think of me. I don't push on them too much. Huh. But often, it's funny in those cultures, you can kind of see the thing behind the thing, but but I love to teach, and so I like when everybody sits in silence, and I like reel out my wisdom, and I lead the Bible study. Yeah, don't or, let them ask questions. Or that church where it's like it's the 65, 75, 80-minute sermons. There's no fellowship, really. There's no small group culture. There's no missional communities yeah. going on. It's all about it's just one way. It's all outward, you know, yeah. like from me to you. You should be stoked that I'm you know, <laughs> laying this on you. Sure. Yeah. 
Now that's I'm, I'm giving you generalities, so some people are listening and go, but that that's too general. It is, but I'm trying to give you. The, it the, helps the overview. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Bottom right, uh, that uh, sort of low invitation to our lives, but high challenge to always be changing, growing, growing the program, uh, getting better grades, whatever it would be. Um, what's the thing behind the thing there? Um, it's that your performance needs to mirror my performance. So if I live without grace, yeah. if I live in a complete do to be like I achieve a lot, like look at the house you live in, look at the money we've got, look at the cars and the vacations we've been on, or look at, look at, look how like we got, a, this is a beautiful church building. We got to keep this thing going. So we got to keep the numbers moving up yep. and to the right. It's performance based. I want everybody living under that same sort mm. of do to be as yeah. me. And so I don't have time to give you my life. I just want to make sure you're doing what's going to ultimately pay the bills, make us look good. You know, and yeah. maybe we can throw the new wing on the building or whatever. So, Absolutely. I mean, I know that sounds hard, but if you're not giving anybody access to your life so they can ever see the real you, yeah. <laughs> you know, but you're always expecting more, that's like almost the very definition of do to be. When I was thinking too, just that exhaustion culture there is like, I would say for for years of living in that, the, the unbelief in my heart was that God wasn't good. Like he doesn't have stuff in control. Mm-hmm. He's, he's. He needs me to just keep going and going and going and going, and I got to figure out how to save these people, and I got to figure out how to, you know. Keith, so ultimately, if you just put in a little more time prepping that worship set, yeah, then maybe the world will get saved. It's <laughs> exactly. up to you. It's up to you, brother. Which I just, I was like, man, maybe God isn't good because if you're he trying was, to tell him like I'm working too many hours, I barely am seeing my kids. Like, do we really have to do like nine Easter services? Yeah. Could we just do three and like trust God for who shows up? Or like, nope, nope. It's up keep to going. you. It's it's that culture. Yeah. And then that fourth quadrant, right? That's high invitation and high challenge, or the next level of appropriate invitation and challenge right. either with those we're leading or developing or discipling or your neighbor you know um that um that takes us really living humbly believing our identity believing the gospel is great hmm. that god loves us just how we are so we can have get let people see that and have access to us but it's also saying but discipleship is, is moving from unbelief to belief and becoming more like christ in every area of life and i want that for you jesus wanted it to the point of death yeah. right so we want that. We want people to know that. Can I real quick, I know we're running right up on the button of time here. Let me give a few examples of how this works like with people of peace in your neighborhood or something. Yeah, sure. Okay. So high invitation, but low challenge would be, hey, like we're always throwing parties and barbecues, but we never quite get to study in the word. You know, we don't really ever challenge anybody on outlandish behavior sure. or they're like they're being offensive to others or, or whatever. Like that's never going to be there. Right. Um, or or let's say we're trying to let me go positive on this. We're trying to get to a discipleship culture that's high invitation and high challenge or appropriate invitation and challenge for some people. An appropriate level of invitation would be like, hey, we're doing a barbecue, you know, next mm-hmm. week. Y'all come. It's easy. There's going to be a lot of people there. It's not very challenging. It's high invitation. We call it super low challenge. Sure. And then a next appropriate level of invitation might be, hey, boy, I'd love to get to know you and your, you know, your family a little bit better. And it seems like our kids really got along. You guys yeah. want to come over for dinner next week or we're going to the zoo? It's a higher invitation because now it's just you guys. Yeah. But it also comes with a little more challenge because you don't have that social safety net like if it's not going well. Yeah, spend a couple hours together. But it's probably appropriate invitation and challenge, yeah. right? Whereas, you know, what might not be like, hey, thanks for coming to our barbecue. Um, you want to sign up for like a 12-week study of the Book of Romans? Like, well, I'm Muslim. I don't know if I... You know, yeah. it's too much. It's sure. not, there's not enough invitation. There's nothing wrong with studying Romans, you know? yeah. but it's too much challenge. Or the first time you meet your neighbors, you're inviting them out to programming yeah. of some sort, right? It's not the next level of invitation and challenge. So what might be, you know, and I think, 
I just want to say, if you'll pray and ask the Holy Spirit of God in your life with your kids, with people at your church, those you're discipling, those you're leading at work even, mm-hmm. ask God, what's, what's the next appropriate level of invitation and then challenge so that, that, that you'll use me and you'll use us, our family, this church, this missional community, this small group to help people moving into maturity and helping them move from unbelief to belief. Like yeah. what's the next appropriate level of invitation and challenge? And if you'll just do that, I think you'll be shocked at how much more people will receive the challenge to grow, to learn, to yep. maybe do a study with you, to come to an event and hear something spoken, you know, or whatever. So sure. anyway, I'm going to leave it there. As you're talking, I'm thinking about like just, you know, small steps. Like we've talked about, even the past, like you, Hugh, Hugh Halter says, five-year plan. This is like a five-year plan to getting to know people. Don't don't jump to the wedding night. But it's not like neighbors. invitation for four years. It's, yeah. it's appropriately toggling Slowly, those two. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's get to the big three because uh, we are running out of time. And the big three you'll get as a printable PDF as a download uh, for free. And those are the takeaways we want if you to If you want it. Yeah, if you want it. We <laughs> hope you would. Uh, but you can get that for free by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash big three. And, and again, you'll get that as a PDF download right away. Caesar, what would be the three takeaways you want us to walk away hey, with? Let me just week? throw this out too generally for the big three. I know we got a lot of people listen all the time. Like, why would I want to download this? I just heard you say it. You know why? So you can pay it forward. So you can pass it on to others. And these mm. three sort of Oh, compressed ideas coming out of each episode are pretty salty generally yeah. and would make for really good discussion points yep. with those you're discipling with your own kids or even just as spouses, right? Anyway. Yeah, lay in bed at night and talk through them. Yeah. yeah. So here's the first of the big three for this week. Learning to calibrate invitation and challenge with others is a critical aspect of discipleship and leading others towards growth and maturity. Remember, we bank invitation, sort of we make deposits in people's lives and we spend those deposits as challenges at, you know, that they can appropriately receive. Okay. So if someone of your life is not stepping up to or accepting the challenge that you have presented them with, it may be that you need to bank more invitation or the challenge is just too much for the level of trust that you built up. Hmm. That's really good, man. Okay. Second one, uh, Jesus loved his disciples enough to invite them to fully do life together with him. Yeah. Right. Think about it. He loved them enough to do life with them, but also loved them enough to challenge them in ways that produced trust and growth and maturity in their lives. Hmm. And this is all part of why he came, putting on flesh so that he could be with us and show us firsthand what it was like to live a life of trust with our Father and love others to the point of laying down our lives and preferences as well. So how much access to your regular life and family rhythms do those you're leading and discipling have with you? Hmm. That's something to consider. Yeah, they have a perfect person to follow very often you know christians will tell us i don't have any not yet believing friends and then they'll blow it and high challenge the heck out of them and it's over yeah you think here's the son of god you know him jesus is god himself he comes full access to his life right absolutely okay number three uh and this is sort of rubber hits the road for those who are serious about growing in this calibration of invitation challenge make a list of people in your life that you're leading or discipling and this may include those in your own family. Right now, make a list of those people that you know God's called you to lead, right? Yep. Or you're discipling them. And ask God to show you what the next appropriate invitation and level of challenge is for each person as you seek to teach and train and disciple them to maturity. Hmm. What's that next appropriate level of invitation with your spouse, your kids, those you lead at work? Hmm. It works the same in the workplace. People of peace in your life, those neighbors that are leaning into relationship. Yeah. So get started on that today. 
And then whatever the spirit tells you, do that. I, you'll be shocked by it. And, and again, remember, um, part of the big three and also in the show notes, you can get the invitation challenge matrix download for free. We'll put a, put awesome. a little link yeah. there for you. It's so helpful, man. That has been really a helpful teaching to me. Again, if you want the big three for this week, you can get those by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash big three. Yeah, if you haven't yet joined us uh, in Facebook, open up your Facebook and then pop open a new tab and type in 123lifeschool.com forward slash Facebook, and it'll take you right away to our... Yeah, and then you just got to hit the little thing like join group. Yeah, join. And then it'll, you'll get uh, accepted in and off be we part go. part of the family. Yeah. Hey, next week we're going to talk about the secret to making friends quickly. Hmm. Sounds, sounds simple, but <laughs> is it? How do we do it? Uh, we're going to give some helpful tips along the way. Yeah, we'll break it down. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is some pretty basic stuff, but boy, oh boy, hard to make disciples if we don't have any friends in life. Right? Well, and you did a video on this a while back, and people love I mean, Yeah, it's, it's very just... popular topic. It was very short, so we're going we're gonna to expand on this quite a bit next week. Yeah, so join us for that. Thank you for being with us today. We always love having you as a listener and hope that this is encouraging to you. If you want more information on the podcast, you can visit 123lifeschool.com forward slash podcast. Thank you.